0: You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Ian, look at this.
1: What, it's a police box? What on earth is it doing here? I mean, these things are usually on the street. I feel
0: it. I feel it, you feel it? It's vibration. It's
1: alive. Earth Station Who? A fun mashup exploring over 60 years of the Doctor Who universe.
0: Hold on tight. You never know
2: where the crew of the TARDIS is going next. Hey there, Whovians, and welcome to another episode of the Earth Station Who podcast. That's right, folks. We are back, and we've got a great one for you. We're going back to Big Finish tonight, and we are going to be looking at the Once and Future series. That's right. We're looking at part five of the series. We are looking at the Martian invasion of Planetoid 50. Not only do we get a version of The Tenth Doctor, played by David Tennant, we also get Missy, and we also get the Paternoster gang, yeah. just like heaven, you know, on audio, <laughs> and it's going to be great to talk about with you guys. We've got a great crew, of course. Let's welcome, of course, Mr. Mike Gordon. Howdy! And we got Mary Ogle here, of course.
0: Hi, everyone. It is fantastic to be here.
2: And hey, to YouTube listeners and viewers, it's great to be up on YouTube tonight. So we are going to be talking all about this. And if you haven't listened to the audio yet and want to, we are going to spoil the heck out of this. So put us on pause. It's not a long
0: um, finish
2: audio. It's an hour.
0: I think yeah, it's seventy minutes.
2: Yeah, it's not that long. Not like, you know, when we listen to the Diaries of River Song or the Padanastra Gang or (laughs) Mm -hmm. some of the other tales where it's like four different stories and everything. This is just one part.
0: Yeah, the music alone in River Song is like an hour.
2: Exactly. (laughs) Well, (laughs) at least it feels like it, you know, so it's okay. (laughs) But it's good to see you guys. And, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun tonight. Uh, Feedback at Earth Station, who is the best way to get in touch with us? If you have any comments or any thoughts, please, 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 you know, reach out to us. We definitely would love to hear from you guys. Uh, some noobs that even Mike and Mary and uh, myself have not talked about. Thank you to our listeners for making us the top in the top 10 of Dr. Who podcasts on good pods. Yeah. That's amazing. That's awesome. Thank 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 you. Thank you. You guys are doing it. You guys are listening to us. You're actually paying attention to us. Who would have thought? You know, Yeah, You know, yeah, it's what's true. wrong with you people? <laughs> you know, from the bottom of our hearts, from all three of us, thank you. We do appreciate you, and you know, we do pay attention to that kind of stuff. And you know, knowing that people are out there listening and new doing stuff about stuff with we love because we're all Doctor Who fanatics here, and you know, we have a passion for it. We love talking to it. And we love being able now, you you could see us talk about this on our brand new YouTube channel. So it's pretty cool. So thank you. you. So keep it up. Let's go to number one. Come on. We can can take on the (laughs) Doctor Who podcast. We can take out, you know, stuff like, you know, Tin Dog. Or we could take care of the Traveling Tardis. Or, well, I like the Traveling Tardis. But I do want to, (laughs) you know. You know, we could also take... But you know, we can kids. stomp
0: all over 10 dogs. Just...
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Everyone else, you know, stomps on the 10 dogs. So why not? <laughs> I? So definitely thank you very, very much. We do appreciate it. All right. We got a little bit of who news we want to cover real quick. Uh, nothing huge like last time when we were talking about a companion leaving and everything. Uh, the big news, of course, was that Russell T. Davies in an interview came out and said, that Doctor Who season one or season 14 for the purists uh, basically was supposed to premiere originally in January of this year. And now in, they decided to put it on hold and work on the special effects and, you know, tighten things up with some of the editing that they had to do. And like they have Disney money. So take advantage of this, yeah. you know,
0: and you can't blame them. You
2: really yeah. That's why we're getting it in May. What are you guys' thoughts on that?
0: I mean, you know, I'd I'd rather they take their time and put out a good product than than rush it. As much as I really want it right now, I mean, we could be watching Doctor Who right now, but um,
2: instead of having to review Big Finish, we could be reviewing the new. <laughs> yeah.
0: But hey, I love Big Finish.
2: Oh, exactly.
0: But yeah, I mean, I'm. It's fine, it's okay. I would have been actually been surprised if it came out in January,
2: especially that close to the Christmas special and everything like that.
1: Yeah, Yeah. especially when, like, and if you see, you know, look at it this way too. If we'd gotten it sooner, then we would have had to even wait longer for new episodes. So, that's true, that's right. right Like, (laughs) yeah, so it's like, yeah, you know, space it out a bit, um, take your time, you know. Uh, it is interesting. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, now, I you know, are we going to grade the effects now? Like, well, they had time and they had more money. <laughs> yeah, I and mean, it's still so the terrible. The effects should be really good now. And if they're not, like, you know, whatever. What are they doing? But um, I, I don't know. I'm just, uh, uh, I think it's it's fine.
0: I'm just glad we I mean, have a new season. May will be here before out. we know it. Yeah.
2: No, No, and it'll be, May is going to be here before we blink, and it's going to be a lot of interesting stuff to be able to, you know, you know, we're going to be looking back and it's going to be flying by. And, you know, then then we're going to be going, now we have to wait till December to the Christmas special, you know.
0: Life is unfair.
2: Yeah, you know, new Doctor Who, come on, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: Yeah. Star fans time. will always find something to whine about,
2: no matter what. Oh, of course, of course. But, you know, I think I'm not looking at gift horse in the mouth. I thought the special effects that they had in the Christmas special were outstanding. The effects they had in the mm-hmm. 60th anniversary specials was awesome. I can't, I can't complain. And if we're going to get more of that, you know, compared to what we had even five years ago in special effects, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: you know, I think it's going to be, it's going to be great. So bring on May, bring it on.
0: Bring (laughs) Bring it on on. RTD.
2: Exactly. We're waiting for it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, you know, at least it, it's that, you know, I mean, you know, when you hear a lot of times about delays and reshooting things and all that kind of stuff, it never, it doesn't seem to bode well. So at least he doesn't have that cloud over it. Mm Mm-mm.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And it took a lot of guts, actually, for him to admit that, you know, most production companies wouldn't even bring up that they were going to be released early, that they were, you know, they would just put it out, you know, in May and not even say anything.
1: Well, like I said, Russ is, I mean, like we've said, like Russ is, he, he is making sure that Doctor Who stays in the news.
0: Mm -hmm. If there's not a week that goes
1: by where something isn't, they're not talking about something. We're not talking about something. So, I mean, I think he's been pretty good since he's taken over again. Uh, You know, very rarely do we go, well, eh, there's not a lot of Doctor Who news this week because he's usually giving us something. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, he's much more media savvy.
1: Yeah. Much more meat and savvy, um, you know, and, and than the BBC was. And that, uh, either you Either know,
0: showrunner was, actually. Either.
1: Disney is not. Uh, you know, hopefully this can give a chance maybe for for Disney to start getting on board to sell this like they should. Because I really don't feel like, other than airing them, I don't feel like Disney's really doing anything to give the Doctor Who a bump.
0: Not yet, anyway.
1: Not yet. Right.
2: That's a good point, Mikey. It's interesting too because I know for the holiday special and also for the 60th anniversary specials um, in the at least in the UK the ratings were great you know the final ratings and everything Doctor Who did really really well I know Disney of course is keeps very th- the ratings very close to the chest and they don't usually mention how much you know so I don't think we'll ever find out how doctor who did you know the rest of the world because it was on disney plus pretty much everywhere else so
0: yeah we're just not gonna know Mm -mm. but i mean um, it was popular enough that disney plus wanted it in the first place so hopefully
2: disney has has wanted doctor who for years oh i
0: know they wanted it since the tv movie Um,
2: yeah
0: and they got it at least partly
2: Technically, yes.
0: It would be nice if they supported it. (laughs) Yeah. Made it work their own while.
2: (laughs) Exactly. 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 So, fingers crossed. We'll see what happens. Or as we like to say, watch this space or listen to our next episode or the episode after. Maybe Mm -hmm. we'll find out some more stuff. I'm
1: sure Russell will give us something. There'll be some sort of nugget to come out.
2: Oh, very much so. Very, very much so. You know, I'm fully expecting, you know, more news stories. as Like you said, you know, Russell likes to be in the news all the time, keeping Doctor Who on the forefront. So, yeah, I'm sure we'll have more news to talk about. And, you know, it's good we do a podcast about that. You know, so we can talk about that. So, awesome, man. So, we also have some um, sad news, actually, in Doctor Who. Um, we actually lost the actor who played the Valiard. I know we're not supposed to mention the V word here on the show, but, you know, Michael Jaston, uh, passed away and he played the Valyard in, of course, trial of a time Lord. And he, you know, he's been many, many British productions, but that's how I knew him as mostly. And, you know, but he was a very iconic, Role, but he also was very welcoming to Doctor Who fans and such at conventions and different shows he went to and such. So it's pretty cool. And sadly, he's behind quite
1: quite the legacy. I mean, not only Doctor Who, but he did, you know, a lot of other, uh, participate in a lot of other British productions. Uh, I've never seen, you know, Trial of the Time Lord, so I I have no experience with him in that role. Uh, but, uh, I I find it interesting since the Valiard is really spoilers uh from what i understand a a version of the doctor um and mm-hmm. add that to his career of playing james bond in audios uh he is one of the few actors if not the only actor to have portrayed james bond and the doctor in in various forms of media which i find is is pretty interesting note
0: yeah that's pretty cool i didn't ever realize that
2: yeah, he was also very well known because he was on uh coronation street he was also on eastenders he was also you know only fools and horses and midsummer murders so i know you know he got around but he also did a lot of shakespeare and such and on the east end so it was pretty cool so you know he died at the age of 88 wow. so he had a good life yeah yeah
0: we're losing we've lost several of our classic Doctor Who people in the last few years.
2: Yes, yeah, somebody put uh, Tom Baker in glass now.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Do not do not let anything happen to Tom. But, you know, so it's it's very interesting and it's um with the Valiard, I think if I remember correctly, because it's been years, I have not gone back and watched it. The Valiard was supposed to be a form of the Doctor between his twelfth and thirteenth regeneration. So well, was what
1: they said on the series. I must, have, must have missed that that storyline. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. You know it, it between was Capaldi and, and and Jody?
2: Yeah. You know, he could have he could have popped out, you know, somewhere <laughs> between when she was falling from the uh artists yeah
1: yeah she she did a bi generation right right well from what i understand you know uh certain people who um you know have said something about the bi generation and how it does in fact uh now support more like things like the value of popping up so Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. yeah well it's interesting too because i've read you know things like that but I've also read that story, you know, that he could be part of the whole thing, uh, the Dream Lord, if you remember from you know Moffat's era, who was supposed to be a, ver- a darker version of the Doctor, also.
1: Yeah, so something well, I know we, but- you know, a lot of times we joke about how Trial of Time Lord is going to be the last thing we do on on this, so I guess we have. His performance to look forward to, um, but in all the things I've heard about that storyline, that season, uh, that character, I've never heard a bad thing said about his performance or him in general. So, uh,
2: nope, exactly. Is,
1: yeah, is, uh,
0: he, I've, I've never heard issues with him either. No, Any issues
2: right. otherwise? Right. That's the he rest of that storyline, no. Yeah, yeah.
1: He does. He doesn't usually come up in the list of of actors who've played the doctor, but, you know, perhaps one day he will. Who knows?
2: Who knows? <laughs> exactly. So we'll see. We will see, my friend. All right. I think that is it for Doctor Who News, unless anyone else has anything they want to bring up real quick.
1: I saw that they mentioned that, uh, or it came out that it um, uh, It looks like the special uh, shorts that we get with the DVD releases are going to stop. Apparently they're not very cost effective. So uh Oh I in fact love the,
0: those.
1: In fact those the, the the one that they just the produced bottom. with Lila, I think cost quite a bit and it was a lot of work. And then they've got two more, I think, coming up. Um and then I guess the BBC or whoever has put a kibosh on on doing more of those. Which yes, those are really nice. Uh but I I really don't think anybody I mean you buy the DVDs to get the seasons. You don't buy the DVDs for this little short that you can watch on YouTube for free. <laughs> like, you don't, like, you know, like that. I mean, it's they're good promotion.
0: Yeah, well, they're but just great advertising. They're great. They're, they're really great. fun.
1: Um, I would like to think that they get some people interested in watching the classic series, but I don't know. I mean, I, I, mostly I hear from people who are familiar with those characters already going, oh, we love seeing them again. So, uh, you know... I don't, um, and now people expect, like with the Leela thing, people expect more from that storyline, et cetera. So it does put a little bit more, they're not just like little fun little clips. They're things that people actually now are getting invested in. So it kind of takes away from maybe some of the, the, the DVD releases or the Blu ray releases. Mm-hmm. So I, I can see where, you know, they would kind of put a kibosh on it, but it does seem like, you know, it does seem like, oh man, we're having so much fun. Well, look at the
2: whole thing. With <laughs> I, the, want to, I like playing with our toys and everything with Tegan uh, in this with the with the snake and everything with the when yeah. they did were doing the twentieth anniversary discs and it you know you had everybody coming out and saying it confirms everything about Nissa and Tegan and you know their relationship and it it was for us you know it's an advertisement for a DVD. So, you know, are these canon, do they count, you know, and that's also, you know, questions too, right there. So, but yeah, I can I'm understand about
0: any of that. I think they were really fun. And I think, they they, I mean, and they they, I, I think they, they added, added to the DVD releases, enough. not, not took away from them. I think they only made it even more.
2: Oh, it's very much so. It makes too. me more excited to get the discs and everything, even though we have to wait almost a year till, you know. Yeah. We well, get it. That's true. And good. speaking, it's and speaking like that. of that, thank you Amazon for sending me an email today saying that the 20th anniversary special, which was originally supposed to, you know, come out in October, is now delayed till July. Thank you. Yep. Yep.
0: Part of so, the course.
2: Uh, uh-huh. And they, you know, of course they ask, "Do you want to keep this in your shopping?" You know, in your in your order. It's like, yes, I ordered it. Please. You know. There's a reason for that. So. But I think uh, it's been ev- it's been out in the UK, you know, for probably since fall. So.
0: Yeah. So.
2: I mean, we'll see. It's just me bitching. It's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's annoying, but I don't even think about it anymore because what can you do? It's always like that. <laughs> they do this to us every time. So
2: Nope, you were exactly right. So, we'll see what happens with that and everything. Oh, a little bit of extra other news. Um, we have some con news, actually. The three of us will be appearing at a con together very, very soon. In two weeks, actually.
0: Woo-hoo! Very soon. <laughs>
2: yep. We are going to go down to Pensacon. That's right. Earth Station. Hey. The crew will be together, together again, as we like to say. And we are going to be down there the final week of February and down in Pensacola, Florida at Pensacon. And the dates are going to be, of course, February 22nd. Actually, we are getting down there on the 22nd, the 23rd through the 25th. And we are going to have panels. Uh, We don't have exact schedules yet, but we've, we're, we're supposed to have a few panels And we'll be wandering. We maybe get some interviews in. And so you'll be seeing us there. If you're going to be attending the con, uh, look for myself, Mr. Mike Gordon, and Ms. Mary Ogle, and some other friends, including Mark Maddox, will be there. But I think Mark Maddox has, like, a permanent table there.
1: Yes. Don't let that scare you, though.
2: I know. Don't be. Although, don't if you're a Doctor
1: it. Who fan, make sure you bring. I mean, Doc, uh, Ma, uh, Mark has done a lot of like stuff for Doctor Who, including Doctor Magazine. So, great mm-hmm. opportunity to get that stuff signed. Or, I believe he always has prints of that stuff too. So, yes, he does. Um, so you can get uh, in on that. some that if you are a Doctor Who Mark Maddox fan, but I'm really excited because you guys uh, talk so highly about it. So uh, I was definitely glad to add that to my uh convention schedule and and i guess we can also uh mention mike that you and i uh will be we are confirmed for se comic-con in greenville on april 6th and 7th which uh Mm -hmm. we're both on the website uh we both have tables Uh, i don't know i doubt we're gonna have like do much paneling because i don't think they do that much anymore but um but we'll be there um so come by and say
2: howdy definitely come by say howdy you know, we'll sign a postcard or something for you. You know, if you're fans of ESO or ESW, and it's always it, South Carolina is one of my favorite cons of the year. Me too. It's just the, just and the this call. year is their
1: 10th year anniversary, so or their 10th anniversary. So, I, I this one's going to be probably the biggest one they've ever had.
2: Mm-hmm. They're having Shatner. <laughs> they are going to have Shatner this time.
1: <laughs> That's how you know it's big. Exactly. <laughs>
2: Exactly. Shatner yeah. Ch- in Greenville. Come on. What else can you want? This is awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's been any Doctor Who related guests yet, but they're they're far from announcing uh, all the guests so far. So uh, watch this space.
2: Definitely watch this space. And Mr. Mike, congratulations. You are a guest at DragonCon this year.
1: I am. Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, uh, Yeah, I I got accepted once again. Very honored to be back again as a guest and to have a table once again in the comics and pop artist alley. So uh, looking forward to that. So much work to do with all these shows coming up, but uh, I'm really excited. And uh, of course, we had the um, release of the Dragon Con Report podcast that came out uh, a couple weeks ago, and we are getting ready to record the next one pretty soon.
2: Mhm-, very much so, so yeah, it's the balls are growing it's you know it's pretty awesome. We got cons coming up, my friends, and you know Con.
1: what the season <laughs> is a pop up,
2: and it just seems like all these new little cons are popping up too um there's quite a few of them in Atlanta popping up. I know there's been a couple that have approached us in Huntsville, Alabama, um one or two down in like the orlando, Tampa area, and so you know we're we're looking at them, you know, you never know where we're going to pop up. It's going to be kind of fun to, you know, make more appearances and such. So, you never know. Look for the look for the space as I like to say. We will be everywhere. All right, um let's take a quick break and we'll be back in a moment and we will then go and chat all about the big finish, the Martian invasion. Atlantitoid 50. Hey. Hey.
1: Pardon the interruption. We'll bring you back to your podcast in just a moment. But first, promo for the Cosmic Pizza Podcast. In the Cosmic Pizza Podcast, your pizza delivery guys, Dan, Sean, and Paul, serve you a slice of life. As we discuss literally anything in the universe. Conspiracy theories? Movies that we've liked. Women in comedy, voice actors, film directors and producers, authors. But what we don't talk about is pizzas.
0: Wednesday, I'm here with you people. It's wild. It's <laughs> wild.
2: All right, folks, we're back, and we are going to be talking about The Martian Invasion of Planetoid 50. It is the fifth part of the Once in Future series. We did the first part. We reviewed it a couple of months back. And, you know, I've listened to a couple of them. I haven't listened to all of them yet. And I don't think you need to listen to them. In order until you probably get to the end because it doesn't make any sense too
1: anyway,
0: you know? I love how we're sticking to our standard of never doing anything in order <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I mean, why change now
1: yeah never right. never do anything in order never do proper <laughs> research exactly well, <laughs> it's interesting
2: in the story because you got three different doctors in this story because mm-hmm. because you, you had the first it started off with the first doctor. Then it went to the tenth doctor, and then it um, ended up with the third doctor, which was real interesting. And it was it was a neat neat concept because, you know, I knew you know it was Tennant and I knew it was, you know, of course you know the Pattenoster gang and of course Missy. You know that I think having Missy and Tennant's doctor together was the the driving point for us to review this, I think. Just having the Paternostra gang was like icing on the top.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. I I yeah. I mean the cast is great. The characters that they come up with is great. The uh concept of of dealing with uh or having, you know, the Martian invasion, War of the Worlds, uh HG Wells, that associated um I, I'm constantly surprised that Doctor Who hasn't done more uh with HG Wells, but um, you know, we get what we get. And this isn't like any sort of adaptation. Um, it's fun. Uh there's a lot of things that like for me, you know, it checks a lot of boxes for me. As you mentioned, all the characters and War of the Worlds is one of my favorite books on the planet. Um, so there's there was some expectations put on this, maybe that it wouldn't been on other normal ones. Uh, it's fun story. I don't know if it's like an amazingly great story, um, but it, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it overall, uh, particularly the performances. Um, and, and, and as far as the storyline goes with the once in future, I don't, this is only the second one I've listened to. So I don't really know what's going on. Uh, this doesn't further that a lot, except to say that the master's also affected, uh, which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting, mm-hmm. they played around with that a little bit, um but uh otherwise it was just kind of fun to listen to yeah, I, yeah. I mean,
0: I totally agree with you about it being light on the plot
1: <laughs> it,
0: it it's yeah, it's a very the plot is, the plot very, is pretty rubbish, yeah it's very simple <laughs> it's our, even simplistic um yeah, so but this for me was all about the character interaction and the character interaction is fantastic. The chemistry between tenant and Missy and tenant and the pastor, pattern Oster gang. And, um, the, the, the pseudo companion, Je- Jessamine, Jessamine, mm.
2: yeah. Just she,
0: she's, she's not bad. I mean, the actress is no. good, but, but they, I mean, she's not doing a whole lot in it. Um, but it doesn't really matter because uh, you're having so much fun listening to all the banter going back and forth. This is all about the banter. It is not about the plot. No. And so, but I, I I loved it. I realized the story was simple. I totally agree with you there. But I just loved sitting back and listening to them. And it, it flew by for me.
2: Oh, it did for me, too. It's like, that's it? I want more. I want. I don't end it there. I want to hear more between all these characters. And it was it was awesome because you know Missy as always was loony as a bin, and yes. you know, and I loved it when the doctor was like, you know, those aren't Martians; those are you know,
1: Martians are tall, green guys yeah, in this, armor. This,
0: this, these are fiction. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. These, these are not the Doctor Who Martians. Yeah, no, these are not the Ice Warriors.
2: No, and that I found that interesting, and it was it was all you know, Missy manipulating things through through this whole story because it was her who set the whole thing in motion. And, you know, the one, the question, you know, did she, she kidnapped the Patanoster gang and Jessamay, you know, did she kidnap other humans and they just got killed by
1: the aliens or her aliens yes. or whatever you want That's to call them? That's what I, I, lead, I mean, yeah, yeah, it implies that, that, that they had, she had a small amount of humans that she took
0: And they didn't make it.
1: (laughs) Um, They didn't make it. Right. (laughs) They didn't make it. Um, uh, You know, it's one of those things where I find that Big Finish likes to treat Missy like they kind of like to have their cake and eat it too. By having Missy be like this really charming, funny uh, personality but not really dwell on the fact that she's a mass murderer. She's (laughs) she's
2: a
0: total sociopath. I mean,
1: we, 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 we just recently, you know, listened to her season one of her series, one of her adventures on big finish. And, and it does kind of straddle that line where, you know, she's, she, but it works with her character because her experience with the 12th doctor Was one that she was trying to be good right like so so you do sort of feel like she's trying even though it's just not something that's going to come natural to her at all she has to like double check and go oh wait yes (laughs) yeah yeah
0: um
1: what i really really enjoyed was uh they have a little interview with a lot of the the talent involved at the end On their bonus features. They don't, unfortunately, they don't talk to or they're not able to include Michelle Gomez. But listening to David and them talk about Michelle Gomez is really fun in the sense that um, they recorded all these during, this was recorded during COVID, during lockdown. None of them were together. So they, none of them were together. They were all doing it through Zoom and whatnot. And they said that, you know, Michelle would, she would improvise she would riff and they, like, David was like, I never knew when she was finished. (laughs) Like, I didn't want to step on her because she was, she was saying this like brilliantly funny stuff. Uh, But um, yeah, it made it awkward because she wasn't exactly following the script and they didn't know when to like kind of jump in (laughs) and respond. Um, But see, I think that just confirms something that we've suspected is that Michelle Gomez is Missy.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: She she's awesome. She knows mm-hmm. Mickey through and through.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, we we saw a little yeah. bit with that with her in Doom Patrol too. You know, that it, you almost
1: know. everything she's done, I think. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, there's no question when you watch something that Michelle Gomez is in that it's Michelle Gomez. Like, yeah, she's not one that disappears into a role. I mean, she's fantastic, but she it's she always you know brings everything that she has to it.
2: Sure. Sure. No, that totally makes sense. And it was interesting, but you could tell with some of the audio in this, they did a really good job at producing it, but you could tell, especially with Jenny, I could tell that her audio was slightly off compared to some of the others. And, you I know, I think quality, it slightly something.
0: off in what way?
2: Um, I don't know if it's because I, I edit audio all the time and everything, but you could tell the quality of the microphone. That uh-huh. she was using and everything. anything.
0: Well, they were. That, yeah, so they were all recording definitely. remotely, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. And, I just
1: thought that she sounded. I mean, th- through the mo- through most of it, the first half of it, anyway, she sounds more like canine.
2: Oh, she uh, does, but well, she's hypnotized, of course. Right, so she's
1: message. just you know. So if the audio wasn't working, it was in her f- that uh, the favor of the character because I think it made her sound like canine.
0: Do you mm-hmm. do you think they added some sort of effect to try to make I her sound so. more No, I more don't like think so.
1: she was under mind control. They've they've done that. It did. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: <laughs> why that. one that's why I was wondering.
2: But it did but it didn't get better when she came to. That's the thing. It
0: didn't change.
2: Yeah. No. It didn't yeah. change at all. And but it it sounded great to listen to it. And like Mike had said, the chemistry between all the actors in this, because basically there literally was in this whole thing, six actors. Pretty much.
1: Yeah. I yeah. Know. When they when they did the credits, they, you know, they listed the six actors and they said, like, all of the characters, you know, like, um. Uh, were the you know were done by members of the cast, and I'm like, there were no other characters. Yeah, <laughs> it's just just them. <laughs> Unless you count the first and third Doctors, and well, of course they weren't. And it, I think that's the first time I've. It's not the first time I've heard the first Doctor because I think he was in the first uh, past lives, the first chapter of this that we did, right? Um, that that
2: was that was Tom was the first one.
1: I know, but there was a little bit of the first Doctor, I think, in that one too.
2: I thought that was it was supposed to be the War Doctor or something like.
1: I'm that. not, I'm not. Yeah, I can not That's it. how memorable. I know he's was.
0: relatively new to Big Finish. Doing yeah,
1: yeah. Big Um doctor. but and and but and he's had it okay. Um, and then this is the very this is the first time I've heard you know someone attempt to do the Third Doctor, and I could tell it was you know supposed to be the Third Doctor, but and uh, mm-hmm. it was i can't i don't know it didn't really make me go ooh i want to listen to a whole story with him
2: no but i i do want to hear the david warner versions of the third doctor that they have mm-hmm. cuz he plays an alternate version of the the third doctor
1: well sure but i mean he's not trying to be john pertwee no, yeah that's
0: really. that's a different thing yeah, yeah
1: this guy was yeah. trying to be pertwee
2: yes and there are other stories where this actor plays pertwee so
1: yeah yeah uh it's a shame that they couldn't get his his son to do it but
2: no of course not because he sounds almost exactly like him (laughs) to a t which is pretty awesome
1: yeah sean sounds almost too close at times i think but uh and then uh and we've heard other people um you know do some of the voices too but i mean what are you going to do either not have them or i mean you're kind of stuck right so until like ai comes along and just fixes everything and you know then that's everybody sounds like it, for. For sure. yeah that's mm-hmm. exactly what ai is going to be for yes yeah. yeah.
2: well you know we've also see, you know they do have big finish adventures with what i think david bradley as the first doctor
1: Yes. Yeah. This was not, I thought, I was kind of surprised because I thought at first I'm like, is this David Bradley? And I'm like, no, it's not David Bradley. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. They've got another person doing it.
0: Yeah. I did the same thing. I was like, that does not sound like David Bradley. <laughs> and that's because it was not.
1: No,
2: exactly. But it was, it's funny because, you know, it's like, no, that's not David Bradley's voice, but oh, it's obviously the first doctor you could talk I mean, totally. oh,
0: yeah. You knew, you did know who it was. I mean, yeah. I didn't have trouble figuring out it was the. Supposed
2: to be the first Doctor. Mm-hmm. No, and you know, and then having the Padanastra gang, it was so good to hear them, you know, again, because we haven't heard them since the last time we listened to the end of their first series. Because I know they have a, the beginning of the second season now.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to review that because we, I, I think we all liked that series a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. They just, they just work so well together. Um, and it's it's great to have them appear in this and uh, interact with uh, David's doctor. Um, it just added a whole new element to them. And uh, it seemed right at home. It didn't seem out of place at all. It just seemed really comfortable. And, uh, you know, hearing the the three of them, actually, uh, mm-hmm. Strax will never not make me smile.
2: Oh, I was grinning. As soon as he <laughs> regenerated into Tennant's doctor, it's like I got a grin on my face ear to ear and all the way through to the end of it. It was just like, oh, this is wonderful. This is great. And it was it was fun to hear. And David did such a fantastic job, you know, doing it. Not exactly the 10th doctor, but he was the 10th doctor, you know. And that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. They don't yeah. really make it clear. Yeah. 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 It's not
2: really
1: clear what's going on yet.
2: Um, so. Oh, it's just a future self, you know, as they were yeah.
0: calling it. It's and very so, vague. It
1: could have been 14 folks. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they've got something else in mind for this, but, uh, um, as a, as a chapter of all, you know, I don't think you need to, I don't feel like i there wasn't anything that made me go, Oh, I really need to catch up on all the other chapters of this and see how it ends. Mm-mm. So as far as like, you know, that promoting that goes, I think they, they failed, but as just a straight up chapter that you can listen to without having all that baggage, I think it works fine.
0: Oh yeah. You no, can definitely listen to this on, on its own. I don't oh,
1: yeah. without a doubt,
2: yeah,
0: It's without not, a doubt. not really missing anything without hearing the other episodes.
2: No, I agree with that. You, you are, you're not missing anything. And this was, if it was a standalone, this was great for a standalone. You know, when I first started hearing Jenny as, you know, hypnotized, you know, all hypnotized by Missy, I was like, oh, don't let it be like all, all the other characters are hypnotized or they don't know who they are. But I loved it. You know, you know, that you had Vastra and you had Strax and they were true to character and everything. So it was it was fun, and just a little aside, it was funny because we got just got done watching uh, the new season of All Creatures, uh, Big and Small, and uh, Nev McIntosh actually is in that new season.
0: Nice, oh nice! And,
2: and so it was yeah. just like I had to, like I recognized her immediately because we interviewed her a couple years back at uh, Concaster Burris. And it was just like, Judy was like, who is that? You know, it's like, listen to the voice. I don't know. And I said, look at her for, think of her with green skin and a really long tongue.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So it was,
2: it was pretty funny. And so, yeah. And it so it was neat to listen to it. And it was, this one was worth the 11 bucks I paid for it. You know, it was definitely, you know. It was fun. It was a good adventure. And you know, I want to know what the what Missy was thinking to create, you know, recreate all of London on, you know,
1: basically in kidnapping people. She was just bored. On, yeah. <laughs> she was bored. She needed something uh, to do. Well, she says she needed something to focus on because she was struggling with her own, you know, regenerations and all that. And mm-hmm. uh and look, I mean Almost every episode, whether it's classic series, New Who, whatever that the master's in, his plots, her plots never make sense. They're always batty. They're always just weird and and crazy. Um, I think that's why, you know, he gets the reputation of being like not all there uh, later on in New Who. Um, but uh, so there's a little bit of that element to her as well. I love the fact that. You know, for a Missy story, we don't get to see Missy do like classic master stuff that often. And here, I mean, we get to hear it here, not see it, but but in, in this instance, she actually like, you know, we get the you shrinking sure ray. Yeah. yeah, we get the we get the shrinking ray, uh and use the hypnosis the hypnosis that she uses. Uh she mentions uh past master things like waiting around uh and being patient. To strike and all that kind of stuff, based on other uh, parts of the other stories featuring the master. So um, she really, it really does kind of um, the person who wrote this like did their research as far as the master goes, not just the doctor. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah, oh
0: yeah, they had the character down, and and I do love at the end that they turn the the tripods into little teeny tiny tripods.
1: <laughs> little teeny <laughs> tiny, <laughs> tiny tripods. Them
2: Put them all more. in a bucket. Yep. And I loved it, you know, when she was like, Oh my god, I could feel myself changing. Do I have a goatee yet?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and she, she and the doctor hey, almost have a moment. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. close. It's pretty close. You're my
2: you're my boyfriend.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like, oh my. Oh my. But yeah, the one character we have not talked about at all is uh Jessamay. And, you know, she was the narrative for this.
0: The narrator, she was,
2: yeah. yeah. basically. She was the one describing everything that was happening.
0: Well, yeah, and that, that was a play on the book. Because in War, War, War of the Worlds, it's the narrator.
2: Exactly. <laughs> it's a big part of the book. Because yeah. it's basically right out of the diary.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Especially the playfulness of it when, like, you know, when they're actually, like, running away from, you know the Martians and she stops to write in the journal yeah, to yeah. Me, and they're like um, I you do." <laughs> <laughs> like could you not write in that or could you not narrate because they can hear you like it is kind of funny uh mm. kind of uh what do the kids say oh, all are meta you talking you know? <laughs> so um so that it is kind of funny but uh yeah
2: mm. I love that part and it, it it wasn't bad I had to look to see If, you know, I did some, you know, research and stuff on the name to see if she was an actual journalist from back then or something, you know, but she was just a fictional character for the story.
0: Well, you never know. They do that sometimes.
2: Oh, exactly. But But it was also interesting because, Mike, you had brought up that, you know, you wish they had done some more stuff with HG Wells with doctor who and stuff like that, you know, that they haven't.
1: I'm, I'm surprised and, they don't do more. Like they haven't right. done more. I can, I can, I know that there are instances where it's come up, but not a lot. I mean, we're talking about like the guy wrote the time machine, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. like Very true. you think that'd be a no brainer tying that in with an episode of doctor who at some point, And yet I don't think they've ever done it.
2: Mm-mm. It's interesting too, because I know in the comics they have quite a bit because he mm. was, Uh, Heavily involved with the formation of Torchwood, actually. Interesting. And, you know, and then, of course, the doctors run into him multiple times also. So it's just, it was, it's some cool stuff that they've done. So, but the TV wise, I don't think they've, they've talked about him and everything, but nothing more than that. I wonder, you know, if only Kieran, who was supposed to be on the show tonight (laughs) with here, he would be able to tell us if. They did anything with H.G. Wells in Big Finish.
1: Yeah, right. I, I sort of looked, I you know, because definitely in my wheelhouse, and and yet I haven't seen any anything that they've really of significance that they've done with him. So that is a a figure that at some point you know they could they could use. No,
2: mm-hmm. yep, definitely, definitely, definitely. So very cool, and you know, this is definitely, folks. It's not a long listen. It's easy to, you know, enjoy. And you will enjoy this one. I can almost guarantee it. If you're a New Who fan, if you're a fan of, you know, Tennant's era, of Capaldi's era, of Matt Smith's era, you know, it's all pretty cool stuff that you can, you know, definitely attach yourself to. So it's definitely worth the listen. And it's easy to get. It's easy to download and purchase and everything. Any final thoughts before we go ahead and rate this one?
1: Yeah. Just to piggyback on that. I mean, if you're looking as for uh, your entry into big finish, you want to try it and you've never, you know, you never listened to it before, but it seems so overwhelming because their sets and, you know, a lot of their series are like $30 or whatever. This is a nice, like, you know, uh, it's like only 10, 12 bucks or whatever. It's, It's just a short listen features you know a lot of the great characters from new who uh, at least the last few seasons and it's a great entry point to to hear how well big Finish tells stories and how what what they do that they know doctor who like it's not just they're not just like you know doing it to do it to make the buck i mean i know they want to but um make a pound but um but it, it it's coming from a place that they really respect the franchise, and uh, it's a great entryway, I think, into into Doctor Who on Big Finish.
2: Oh, very much so. Yeah. I agree with that.
0: I mean, it's an easy, that. fun listen. The characters yeah. are spot on. And, you know, it's just, uh, you know, I think it's something very enjoyable. And I think even somebody who wasn't a Doctor Who fan could probably listen to this and enjoy mm-hmm. it just, just because of Michelle Gomez and David Tennant are so wonderful mm-hmm. together.
2: Well, exactly. And so I definitely, we all recommend it. Do we want to go ahead and rate this one out of five TARDISes? One being the worst, five being the best. Mr. Mike, you got to go first tonight.
1: I'm going to give this a solid four. I mean, I mean, it, it, you know, if this was actually a TV episode, it would be amazing. Um, uh, But they don't have to spend the budget on, on this kind of thing. They can do whatever and it really works. Um, It's fun uh it's not like it yeah i mean if you're a big hg wells fan big war of the worlds fan there's a you know there's enough here to be like amusing but it's not like oh my god i can't believe what they did um so i i think it's it's it works really well it's a fun listen it's a great introduction to big finish so yeah i have no problem giving this a, a solid four
2: okay mary
0: yeah, I think I'm going to give it a four and a half. I'm going to du- deduct half a point just because um, there really is no plot. It's <laughs> the plot's pretty lacking, but but it's so much fun. It doesn't really matter. I mean, it's just a, a lovely mess of mix of kind of absurd and intriguing. Just just like everybody loves in Doctor Who, and um, the character in- interaction is just endlessly fun to listen to. So highly recommend it.
2: Oh, okay. Um, for me, I am going to give it. I'm going to do a four and a half also. The only reason it's not a five for me is wasn't enough stracks. You know? <laughs> it could have used Lack just a little
1: bit more stracks. Lack of stracks.
2: <laughs> of stracks. But otherwise, I think this was, it was some of the best big finish I've listened to in quite some time. And. You know, I, I enjoyed it very, the plot was all over the place and it was, but it was fun and, you know, I enjoyed it and that's what I wanted. You know, I listened to it today on my lunch break and it was wonderful. It was, it was great to do, you know, while I was, you know, sitting at my desk and just listening to and smiling and folks with the world today, having time just to sit around and smiling ear to ear. It's a true pleasure.
0: That is worth its weight in gold.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know what? I definitely recommend it. I think all three of us do. So please, folks, if you get a chance, watch. Or listen. You know, we definitely want you to listen to it. And we don't make money off Big Finish. We just do this because we're Doctor Who fans. So no, we, it's, it's, the, it's
1: the opposite. We spend money. Big yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and big
0: Finish is taking a lot of our money at this point. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah, we spend man. money so you
2: don't have to. That's the way <laughs> to do it. So it's a good thing. All right, so I think that's going to wrap up the episode for tonight. As I mentioned earlier, our friend Kieran Moffat was supposed to join us from Australia during this. It's a big finish adventure. But sadly, there were some internet issues from, coming from down under, so we couldn't have him tonight. So we will have him on the show again soon. Check out his master podcast. It is definitely worth checking out. We'll have a link to it up on our show notes. So if you get a chance... You know, give him a listen. It's another great Doctor Who podcast. But not in the top ten yet, but it will be. (laughs) Just don't knock us out. That's all we say.
0: He's on his way.
2: (laughs) He's on on his way. So, very cool. All right. Let's thank our regulars for being here, of course. Ms. Mary Ogle, thank you as always.
0: Oh, thank you. I'm so glad we got to talk about this one. It was a great, great big finish.
2: Mm-hmm. And we will be, you know, talking lots more other big finish and other episodes before Doctor Who comes back. So, <laughs> Since you know, we we're have not going plenty anymore, of time
0: so. before May. <laughs> oh,
2: no, exactly. You know, like you said earlier, before we know it, it's going to be right here. You know.
0: Okay.
2: So, anything you want to promote, Mary?
0: You can find my art at maryogle dot com or on Etsy at eVision Arts.
2: Awesome, and Mister Mike, we made it through another one.
1: We did, and as always, it's my pleasure.
2: Um do you want to promote the DragonCon report real quick? Uh
1: well sure as I mentioned before DragonCon is coming up it's 8 months away <laughs> and, uh um <laughs> uh, less than actually so uh never too early to prepare. We've recorded our first episode. Our first episode is out uh, where we talk about the 12 things that we would that we hope never change about DragonCon. And we've got an episode that we're getting ready to record in February as well. So catch us on the ESO network. Uh, we are available with all fine podcasts.
2: Excellent. Wherever you find fine podcasts, they're the number one DragonCon podcast out there. So it's perfect. Awesome, folks. We will be back again in two weeks. Thank you guys for listening. We can be found everywhere you listen to your fine podcast. And if you made it to the end of this show, please like and subscribe. We do appreciate you guys. And you know what? Didn't even mention it. We also have a new Instagram account. That's right, folks. We're not just up on Facebook, on social media anymore. We also have an Instagram account. And, you know, we put up, you know, different memes. We put up different, you know, images that come up. Or, you know, we put up our episodes when they go live. So you definitely could find that. And, of course, our new YouTube channel. That's right, folks. Our YouTube is up and live. So you can also find us up there on that And we're going to have our video format up there. We're not going to put the audio up there like, you know, some podcasts do. Um, Just, you know, as a podcast, we're going to put ourselves up there as the video format. So you can actually see these lovely faces. And, you know, we could, you know, get to see all the stuff on behind myself and Mr. Mike Gordon. So it's awesome. You can, we should have a contest to see how many people can name the things behind us or stuff. (laughs) You no, know, I think, you know, you could become a co host for an episode if you could name the most things behind me and Mike, you know. So Mary Mary doesn't count because she's got a,
0: a tree. Exactly. One tree.
1: <laughs> one tree.
2: <laughs> well, but definitely would love to hear from you guys on that one. So join us next time. Thank you as always. On behalf of myself, Mike Faber, of course, Ms. Mary Ogle and Mr. Mike Gordon. Thank you, and we will see you all next time on Earth Station Who. Peace, and we'll see you at Pensacon in two weeks. That's right. Bye.
0: There was much rejoicing. You have been
1: listening to Earth Station Who, a pop culture podcast dedicated to all things Doctor Who, featuring talents from throughout space and time. All topics on the show are the sole opinions of the individuals and are to be used for entertainment value alone. You can subscribe to our show wherever fine podcasts are found or check out our website, earthstationwho.com. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook or Instagram. And if you enjoyed the show, please write to us at feedback at earthstationwho.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the next journey
0: of Earth Station Who. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network.